Welcome to another edition of Two Guys in a Bottle Love. Or whatever you're having. What's happening? What's going on, you potheads? It is another fine day in the Kimball Tucky Studios. That's it. We got the doors open. Heck yeah. Yeah, one of the best nights we've had in quite some time. No thunderstorms? No. No, they used to follow me around out here. I no, don't know why. No no heavy-duty winds, no tornadoes, no. <laughs> no. Last week's show with the tornadoes, that was weird. It kind of was. Yeah, yeah. Took out like four four different towns or something. <clears throat> I know Armada was the closest. They got some of the roofs, uh, roofs ripped off over there. Yeah. Yeah. I seen the video. It's pretty wild. You see it just coming. It's in the background. You just see it coming, and then all of a sudden the roof just, bing, gone. Yeah, it's amazing the damage that you know. But I mean, it's a pretty old town too. So that's what it we're is. talking about. Is you know, I mean, the 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 history behind that town. That uh, you know how old that town is. And um, yeah, can, I mean, it's way before the the new codes and all that stuff. So yeah, yeah, you can you can feel it when you just walk downtown because my aunt used to live in Armada, and it was. You know, you could go to the candy store with like a quarter and walk out. You know, I mean, it's just that old. You know. Yep. You know, yep. Back in the day, we. I mean, when we used to ride bikes and do paper routes and you know, stuff like that and dirt bikes when it was all, when kids played outside. You mean they had a job when you were a kid? Yeah, when you know when kids played outside till the streetlights came on. You and, mean you before know, PlayStation? Be all before that, <laughs> before cell phones, before computers, before MTV, before any of that stuff. Before Pong. Yeah, Pong. Jeez, I think Pong came out when I was like five or six. Uh, that's dating myself right there. Right. Yeah. 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 No, I do. I remember the day Dad brought Pong home. That was he was so excited. He brought it home and went, yeah, first video game ever. Yep. We had to sit. We had to sit and wait our turn to play Pong. Bing. Because there were so many kids that wanted to play. Boop. Ding. Bing. Yep, <laughs> and that was entertainment. It was. It, it was. was. You sit there with a little controller in front of the screen. You know. You know what? You want to hear something? Sure. I was. I was going through my smart TV the other day, and I was just. I was like, Why do I have sixty-eight apps on my like my TV, <laughs> like my smart TV? Okay. So I'm sitting there. I'm just checking things out, and I'm going down, and I go, and I see, I see an app on there, and it says Pong, and I was like, Really? How do you play Pong on your smart TV with your controller? But I guess you can. So then I seen the other app. And do you ever play? Do you ever see Snake? It's called Snake. I don't and believe so. It was in a. It's in a box, and it's just a little square like snake a, in a box. Snake in a box. Okay. Yep. Anyway, there's like a little dot over here in the corner where you got to get it, and it just and every time you get the dot without hitting the wall, the snake gets bigger, and you can't run into it or the wall, and you just keep getting bigger. Dude, I got like sixty three dots. I was pretty proud of myself without <laughs> crashing or burning, man. I want to play. It is. It's on the. T- it's on. The, it's on the. It's on the smart TV, man. I'm like, I didn't know they had games on there. So, uh, yeah, Pong and Snake. There you go. You can play Pong on your smart TV. <laughs> Very nice. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Very nice. So yeah, bring back the ping and a pop. Ping. Do that. What was that? How'd it go? Ping pong. Ping boop. Ping boop. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, anyway. I, you know, I, I really don't know. I mean, there's, there's two ways we need to start the show this week, and, mm. and, you know, I mean, first and foremost, 
you know, once again, uh, you know, and it's been quite some time. Fortunately, it's been quite some time since we've had to do this, and and it has been quite some time. But we cannot, and we will absolutely get deeper into this, but uh, we cannot forget the passing of Dusty Hill. Nope. You know, I mean, that's uh, what a loss. You know, what a loss to the rock and roll world this week. And, uh, you know, in, in my mind, I mean, and this is me, but in my mind, I mean, it's almost as big as losing Neil Peart last year. You know, I mean, that's, that's you know, it's a big one. It's a big one for the yep. rock and roll world. And, and I've been hearing about it ever since, you know. I mean, that was that was uh, that was late last week and, and all I've been hearing about ever since then. So, you know, um, it, it will, we'll definitely – First, we want to get some housekeeping out of the way, and just to make sure that we got everybody up to speed of what's going on and where things are at. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure we gave recognition of the fact that uh, you know the passing of Dusty, and but uh, at the same time, um, episode ninety-eight, brother, <laughs> episode ninety-eight, the countdown is officially on, and uh, yeah, we need like a little counter on our <laughs> on the web page or something. You know, <laughs> TikTok, you know how they do that? TikTok, you know, TikTok, yeah. yeah, put a little counter down. Yeah, the countdown. So. I believe the final the final answer is uh, you know we we've, we've had a we've had a lot of conversations and a lot of plotting and planning with our with our gracious host at uh, at the uh, at the Sparlingville Roundabout Ministries and um, <laughs> I love the name yeah I yeah name. I mean that's that's where we're going to be at episode one hundred right around the corner August twenty first so. Um, for Rizzle, you know, I mean, uh, we got some plans. I know we got some plans, things coming. And, uh, you know, I hope, uh, I hope it, uh, it becomes, I hope you guys enjoy the event as much as we're we're planning on enjoying it. But, uh, yeah, right around the corner. So I forgot to tell you, I got a couple ideas too. So, well, they I'll throw, I'll throw, I'll throw one out there. I'll give them one. We still got time. I know Uh, a 50, 50, like a little raffle or something. Do something. Little, do a little something. Little, some, little something, something. Something that you we never uh, know. Yeah, something. So, so you know, for all you listeners and all you followers, uh, we want to make sure that you know it's going to be um, it's going to be August twenty first, and I believe the live stream at this point we haven't put it on the actual official schedule YouTube uh, uh, schedule yet, but uh, it looks like, and we'll post it on the website as soon as we get all the details loaded. But uh, four o'clock will be the live stream um, on the uh, on the twenty first of August. And then, you know, once we get done with the live stream portion, uh, we're going to continue on and hopefully have some great interviews. Uh, you know, we're still nailing down what guests are going to be there and what guests aren't going to be there and, you know, and so on and so forth. And but, um, yeah, anybody I mean, it's going to kind of be a fairly open event. So anybody is. that is that is interested in joining us or participating with us, make sure you shoot us an email. Yep. Um, we'll get you the details. We don't want to. We don't want to put it out there for the whole uh, entire world to. Uh, we don't want the Russians we don't showing have, up. Yeah, we don't have the room. Right. <laughs> we don't want to so, get hacked. So we it's going to be right. a. It's going to be a fairly uh, limited invite event. Well, but, I tell you um, who's not coming: Biden, Harris, oh, Pelosi. <laughs> uh, they're not. They will not be there. Just so you know. But yes, if you are interested, besides the live stream event, you know, and being part of that. If you are interested in being at the uh, at the actual event, uh, make sure you shoot us an email at uh, mail at two guys in a bottle of all one long word dot com. Um, yeah, just spell you it right are correct. Out. And of course, you can get to the link from our website. You can you can contact us also, obviously, from uh, Twitter or Facebook or whatever works best for you. So, yeah, if you want to be part of it, feel free to get a hold of us and we'll get you the details. Um, but that's the uh, that's the official decision. It's the word that's on a, the street. That's the final answer. That's what I heard. We are we are <laughs> on the street in the open at the Sparlingville Roundabout Ministries for all 
the world to see. For all the world to see. So right. where it goes from there, I have no idea. We have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that is the plan, and yeah. there and there seems to be uh, there seems to be more uh, more ideas and more plans coming by the minute. So oh yeah, it just keeps. What you know. what could happen in the next two weeks? We don't know. We but, don't know. <laughs> it's gonna be fun either way. We're gonna we're gonna do but it. But regardless, right. if you if you don't join us and you can't be there, make sure you join us on uh, on YouTube and uh, and and watch it because it should be uh, it should be a, a good time. It's a it's a it's a big it's a it's gonna it's be a big, big stepping point for us, night. you it's know. 100, it's a hundred episodes. I mean, that means we've been uh, we've been doing this for a minute or two. We've been around the block a few uh, times, apparently. Yeah, we've we've done a few things because we've seen a few things. Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> love that. We are farmers. <laughs> Good one. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah, and that's you know, and that's pretty much all I got about that. But I just wanted to make sure that we nail down the details, and obviously we're going to post all that out there so everybody can see it. And uh, make sure you make sure you keep uh, keep up on your uh, on your normal accounts, uh, your Twitter, your Facebook, or whatever, because we'll post it all out there and uh, put all the details out there and the links to the live stream and uh, so on and so forth. We are not publishing the address, but uh, <laughs> right. but but yes, if you are interested in being there, make sure you get a hold of us. So. Yeah, so if you're flying in, you're listening Germany, Australia. You want to fly in for this, you know, no, no problem. Yeah, make sure you come in Friday and yeah, uh, let us know, and we'll give you hotel options and all those things. So yeah, we can point yeah, you in the right yeah. direction. If, coming if, in from if, out of town. If the Russians can get out of the country and they can be there too, that's yep. that's fine. I, I'm I'm not saying they can't come. I just uh, <laughs> I want to no, know I want to know who's know. coming before like, I say <laughs> they are coming. <clears throat> They're coming to get you to listen to right. the podcast. Yeah, I remember that we one have, time you said that thing about that the, one. Russian yeah I know uh, right yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah I do I kind of do I remember yeah yeah, yeah. So, it's like oh okay next thing you know the Illuminati are showing up the Satanists I would, are showing up the... you know I would love to talk to Illuminati <laughs> be honest with you, you I, would, I would interview you, one of those you've guys. offended a, a person or two over a time or two so that's uh yeah we gotta we gotta be fairly selective on who we invite of course you know if you did and if you did interview like the Illuminati I mean they what are they going to tell you? They can't tell you. They're not going to. They're not. What are they going to tell you? We might learn something. I know, but they're not going to give. They're not going to tell their secrets. They're not going to. I, I mean, what would you? I wouldn't think so. How would you even get a hold of one of those guys to even do that? I, I do know. not know. That'd be weird. I did. They don't seem to have any published <laughs> member list or anything <laughs> yeah, that we have access to. Right. So, just walk up. Hey, buddy. <laughs> uh, I heard you're part of Illuminati over here. Uh, you want to be on the show? I got a couple questions I need to answer. <laughs> you need a few answers. Need a few answers there. <laughs> So, uh, so it, yeah, it, at that rate, um, you know, back to, um, you know, back to, back to Dusty Hill. I, you know, I just, uh, what, what a, uh, it, it, it almost came like a bombshell. I mean, you know, he, he passed, he passed at the age of 72 in his sleep and it was just, um, really out of the blue. I don't think, I don't think anybody, anybody at all, you know, expected that. I don't, I don't think it was anything that I've seen or heard that nobody expected it or, or no, you know I mean, it not, just... not that I heard even a little bit. So, you know, it seemed very, very unexpected and, um, yeah, what a, you know, what a sad day for the rock and roll world. And I mean, for any of you that, uh, you know, aren't familiar with who Dusty Hill is, I mean, he's been with, uh, you know, he spent 50 years with ZZ Top. Yeah, you know, they, just, they were uh, just. I think they were just doing one of their tours of the 50th anniversary of their. their yeah, show. yeah, it, it, you know. So, um, you know, I mean, you can go on and on about. I mean, you know, his accomplishments and and what you know what what Dusty was to the to the band and, but honestly, I want to say that, and I'm not sure if um, I'm not sure if Frank Beard posted this or who you know I'm not sure which one of them posted it, but. Um, 
you know, the quote was, and they posted this on their Instagram page, we are saddened by t- the news today that our compadre Dusty Hill has passed away in his sleep at home in Houston, Texas. We, along with legions of ZZ Top fans around the world, will miss your steadfast presence, your good nature, and enduring commitment to providing that monumental bottom to the top. We will forever be connected to that blue shuffle and sea. Yep. And, you know, and and, and, and that's, you know, and that and is, it, that's... Uh, well, if you you watch, we talked about this pre-show about the uh, documentary on ZZ Top yes. on Netflix, which was really Absolutely. cool. Absolutely. So going to that that C thing and how that came about was uh, pretty pretty interesting. How they sent them out for a burger and they were trying to find that ZZ Top sound, <laughs> right? And uh, they took them for, a, hey, let's go get a burger, not knowing that the the, the burger place was like what an hour. <laughs> that two was their a, producer. Yeah, at the hour, time. yeah, hour yeah. or two away, and it took forever. And they they tweaked his guitar while he was gone, and came up with this yep. and you know some other stuff. But yeah, you got to watch it because it's really super. It really is. And if you have not seen the ZZ Top documentary, and you are a ZZ Top fan even a little bit, it's a must. Um, or just love documentaries, music documentaries. It's 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 one of the tops in in my in my book. I I, I love that documentary. I learned so much about those guys I didn't even know. I've been a ZZ Top fan for, for years. Yeah, you know, and yeah, so it's uh, yeah, definitely put that one on the top of your list if you have not seen that. And we uh, were sitting here, you know, trying to go through, and I don't, I, I can't find a bad ZZ Top song. You can't. They, they, they you can't. They don't you exist. Just, I don't think you can just go on and on and on, and yeah, I mean, so many. You well, what do you try to do? You were you like uh, you dug up something from like oh top 10 songs from the 70s because that's you know that's 50 years ago yeah because i knew i wanted my deep dive to be one of the 70s songs that i couldn't remember the name of it Mm -hmm. and i was i was digging and digging and just the just the top 10 70s songs that i came up with i'm like oh yep that one's good oh yep that one's good oh yep yep, that one's yep i remember that one oh that one oh so which one are you gonna do for your dive? oh dude i gotta go to this one i want to play this one but i gotta go do this one i mean yeah it's just it's just an endless catalog that uh I mean, if you like that that southern, you know, that Texas rock, that that style, you know, there, there's just there's just none better. There's just none better. So it's uh, it's embedded. It is. It's it's it's, a, it's our history, for sure. Listen, it's easy, brother. How <laughs> You ain't gonna forget that. You know? uh-uh. Nope, not at all. It's there. So when I was when I was looking up some stuff on uh, on Dusty and and, and the band. I came across this this old interview, and this goes all the way back to uh, 2010. But this was a this was an interview that they had done on Louder. Uh, Malcolm Malcolm Dome had done an interview with Dusty Dusty Hill on Louder, and and, and like I said, this goes all the way back to 2010. But um, I, I really liked it because um, you know he just he got a little personal with him, and but some of the questions, and, and you'll love some of these. Um, but you know, of course, the the most notorious story surrounding Dusty Hill was the time that he shot himself. And I don't I, even know. Okay, so this is this is back in uh, this is. Uh, Ouch! <laughs> That's gotta hurt. <laughs> so so at uh, in in 1984, he accidentally shot himself in his abdomen while taking off his boots. And it's and, and this is you know like I say at 2010, but he said it's still an incident that embarrasses him to this day. But Dusty is also renowned for his excellent sense of humor. But some of the questions that uh, that uh, 
that Malcolm was asking him, um, I, I really got a kick out of, and um, you know, and I'll just read some of these to you because it's kind of it kind of gives you a little window to the to the to the mind of, of Dusty Hill. But um, you know, first one, uh, what's the biggest misconception about you? Dusty says, when people meet me, they think I should be a lot taller. Being on stage and on TV makes you seem like a giant as compared to real life. When someone says to me, I thought you'd be taller, I just usually reply, Humphrey Bogart came up with, how tall do I need to be? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Humphrey said that, huh? Yeah. How tall do I need to be? All right. And then um, when you accidentally shot yourself, what went through your mind? Dusty says, my first reaction was, shit. And then... Ouch! Right, that's, I mean, <laughs> pretty natural reaction. Like you're just sitting there and like I could, I fucking just shot myself. I couldn't believe I'd done something so stupid. To this day, I don't know how I could do it, but I didn't really feel anything at the time. All I knew was I had to get myself to a hospital straight away. So I got in the car and drove there. It was the it was the only it was only when I arrived at the hospital that the seriousness of what I had done hit me, and I went into shock. <laughs> have you ever been in shock? I have not. No? No. Dude, it's no. a freaky feeling, dude. Yeah. Like, just, you, it's, like he said, like, shit. I, I think that's the first words that actually come out of your mouth. Yep. You know, when you're in shock. Shit. You know, you just start shitting yourself. Sure. You know, you sure. Kind of, and, and you know it's bad, and then all of a sudden it's like, okay, um, yeah, panic sets in, and then you just totally go into uh, total shock. It's It's a weird feeling. I smacked myself in my shin with a with a with a pretty big size hammer, and um, next thing I know, I got this blister that's that's getting the, about the size of a golf ball, and it hasn't popped yet. So, what I don't know what they call that, like a hematobin, like it's kind of like the blood is just underneath and it's got nowhere to go. Yeah, yeah. So it found its way out, and it oh. about 20, 20 feet just started spurting. I thought like it was like. <laughs> You know, like a vein, like you see in the movies where blood's just squirting out someone's neck or something. Did you say like, shit? Then oh, ouch. No, I was shit. <laughs> then I seen I seen a guy. He was he was kind of over there, and uh, he goes, "Yeah, I think he's in shock right now." I just couldn't believe I did it. You know, it was wet out, and the hammer had come off sideways on a, a, a piece of rebarb that I was doing some forming. Okay, and just smacked my shin, dude. And I thought I just totally shattered my leg, broke it, and. Yeah, I was just laying there in the mud, just uh, just screaming. Dude. Yeah, it was like shock. It's, <laughs> it's a weird feeling, man. And you know, you got to do something. I don't know what you got to do, but you need help. Something. Yeah, you got you something. need you need help, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, I'll give you a couple more a uh, couple more of these uh, interview questions, just because there, there's some fun stuff in here. Okay. And, and and I like the one he so he asked him, do you have a he asked him, do you have a f- philosophy of life? And Dusty Dusty Hill's response is, I think life is there for you to grab and be positive. Just look for the good everywhere. If you walk around expecting shit to happen, then it will. It will. <laughs> then it will. And, you know, I mean, how simple is that, you know? But that's, I mean, what a, what a great philosophy. You know, it's, uh, uh, you know, and... It, 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 you know, and he asked him political questions and, and you know, personal questions and, you know, the lowest point in his life, which we don't care. You know, I mean, he asked him about his addictions and and so on and so forth. But, you know, I, I like this as kind of how he closed it. And it'd be interesting to see if this was is, you know, if it if it comes to fruition, 
you know. Mm-hmm. But um, one of his final questions to to Dusty was, "What would you like to be written on your tombstone?" So Dusty says, "I bet you're expecting me to be surprised at that question, right? Because most people I know never think about these things. But I've been turning that over in my mind recently. It may sound, hmm. it may sound morbid, but you never get younger." I've come up with some ideas, and then I rejected them all. There's an inscription on my on my wooden mark. I, I'm sorry. There's a there's an inscription on a wooden marker over a grave in Boot Hill that says, "Here lies Lester Moore, four slugs from a 44, no less, no more." I like the humor in that, but I've come up with a few ideas of my own, but none of them are really that good. <laughs> so, you know, it we'll might see. it might be interesting to see what actually shows up on Dusty Hill's tombstone, and you know, I mean, may he may he rest in peace. And you Amen. know, the, the the last quote that uh, that I will get to before we move on from uh, from the Dusty Hill story, and this kind of ties into where we're going next, of course, this week, is he asked him. What's the best and worst drink you ever had? Ooh. The best is a hard one to pin down. There are so many around the world, but I would always go for Canadian blended whiskey. That That's something. As for the worst, that's got to be any cheap wine. That stuff kills you. It does. <laughs> yeah. So. You wake up with a new new butthole the next day. With that. So. <laughs> Just saying, you know, like, <laughs> whoa. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Wild Irish Rose, Mad Dog 2020, Boone Farm. <laughs> yeah. He ain't wrong. He, he ain't wrong. Nope. Not at all. So on that note, in honor of uh, of Dusty Hill, of the passing of Dusty Hill, and may he rest in peace, and may his family, you know, handle handle the, uh, you know, the sadness and 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 going forward from here. I I think it's time to uh, get to this point of the show. Everybody, what you got? Well, you know, I couldn't see any other way to do it. Right? I, you know, we had to do it this way, and I know uh, the robot bartender and I had something lined up that uh, we're going to have to save for episode ninety-nine, because in honor of Dusty Hill, we have to have a shot of of some of the best blended Canadian whiskey that I know of. Yeah, which is the old crown black yep little crown royal black you know it's uh i mean it, you know in honor, of, in honor. Of, of the week and of dusty of hill. all all the shots that we do we got it. this one goes out to dusty here's sure. to zz top and dusty hill and and, and you know great may, may he rest in peace 50 years so. of great music man here's to you my brother yeah. So yeah, you know, it, it, so it's funny. That's pretty good. I know. It, it, well, it, I can see why he likes that. It just doesn't get better than uh, yeah. To me, Crown Crown Royal Black is uh, that's is about, nice. Uh, about the smoothest that uh, I've ever found in a in a in a Canadian in a Canadian whiskey. It really is. It's just it's just smooth. And Crown Crown Royal itself is is very very good. But uh, I put the little tingle on the palate there. The black is uh, it's got a little something something to it. else. So I can see why he liked it. Yeah, mm. yeah. Can't blame the guy, right? No. no. <laughs> well, that's for you, brother. Rest yeah. in peace, man. Amen. Amen. So, yeah, we'll have to save the. And I don't remember the name of it, but uh, the robot bartender and I were at the store last week, and um, it was just funny. It was sitting up there on the shelf. 
and it was it was uh, it was it was just this 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 jar that it's in, and who knows that may be the show pick next week because it is such an original jar or mug. Yeah, um, you know it's uh, it's, it's something else. It's a pineapple. It's a pink it's pineapple. Hi- it's Hitler's pineapple from yep. Little Ricky. <laughs> we had to have it. It's Pippi Longstocking's pineapple. <laughs> she, she might come yeah. looking for it. She ain't wrong. All right. She ain't wrong. So. It's a pretty little thing, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It's, it's all a- diamond cut with, you know, the, looks like a fermented pineapple. It does. <laughs> Dyed pink. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know, right? How do you open it? I, I was curious. I don't even, I, how did you even So I was very careful about Go ahead, it. Go yeah. I'm like, I wanted to keep the integrity oh. of it, so there's a... There's actually a plastic wrap on it, so it almost looks like you cut the top of the pineapple off. Yeah, for the yeah, lid. I yeah. took the razor blade out. I'm like, mm. I don't know what that pineapple is. It actually comes from, I think it's France, wasn't it? Holland, Holland. That's right. Yeah, it's a it's a Holland. Uh, what was the name of that? That that will be the show shot of the week next week. But that was uh, poom. Pin, 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 I think we, I think we Pinnock. sat around the, I think we sat around the table and tried to pronounce Pin, uh, right. Pinuck, uh, P, P-I-N-A-Q is the is you know Doesn't. you uh, you figured out that's a French thing or a Holland thing or yeah. you know it's a uh, I don't know I don't know I'm not sure do you even know what the spoken word is in Fran- in Holland is I don't what is there because there's not a there's not a Holland Holland uh, language. What they is speak. it Hollish? I, I don't. I honestly <laughs> do. They I speak Hollish. I don't. Do know. they speak German? Do they speak French? Do they I speak English? Do they? I I don't know. know all those things. Well, see, there's some research for it before we get to uh, next week's shot of the week because we're gonna have to figure out number one what the hell we're drinking, and then number two, right. what is the spoken language and how do you say the proper pronunciation of the what we're drinking. Okay, <laughs> I'm down with it, man. Because I, I we, we I sat there. I still don't know. How to, I couldn't even see. We were I, unprepared anyway, so it's a good thing we didn't do that for the shot of the week. Anyways, I know how to say Crown Royal Black, and uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm good with that. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, what else this week? Holy moly! There's a uh, bunch of stuff going well, on today. Today, just today alone, I don't even know if you. I, I'm not even sure if you saw this because I know you had a busy day today, and I, did. I don't. I don't know if I if I can avoid this one. Um, we knew it was coming. We knew it was only a matter of time, and here it is. Did you see what uh, Governor uh, De Blasio from New York? I mean, I'm sorry, not Governor. Como. Not, well, that, that's a whole other story, Governor, well, Governor Cuomo. But yeah, did you see what de Blasio, the mayor of New York, announced, uh, I believe it was yesterday? Isn't? Oh, the, oh, yeah, okay, okay. Not the mayor. You're talking the governor. I'm, yeah, talking the, I'm talking the mayor of New York. Did you see what, the what he implemented yesterday? I don't know. No, I was, no. Well, if you're going to go to New York okay. and you want to go to a bar, a restaurant, a gym, a movie theater, a show, an opera, you better have your health card. Okay. Because and he's mandating it. Is that right? He's mandating you have a health card and you prove your COVID vaccine shot to actually go to any of those locations. So, Well, it's not going to be any worse than what the pandemic did in shutting down stuff because people that are not vaccinated, uh, obviously they're not going to be able to go anywhere, let alone they're probably already going to be pissed off because they, you know, they're not, this whole thing's been a, whatever and now they're not going to go they're just not going to go to the restaurants and gyms or shows you know and and that's the because first they thing. can't but there might be some rebellion there they're like f it anyway you know what i mean 
And, Who knows? And, and that's the weird. thing. That's you know what, what I, mean? I see because I, I looked at the. There might be some protests about this. I looked at the vaccine count. Um, and, and I believe, to my knowledge, I believe the vaccine count in New York is only at like 53%. The last time I saw it, I haven't looked in a while. And it's been this far, and we've had this vaccine, and it's only 53%. 53% of the people in New York are vaccinated. And, and to what happened to that city and over that, you think... Was, and they're screaming for people to come back, right? It's people to move back, to people the, to start hanging out in New York. They're screaming for people to come back. And then you have the mayor go... Well, yeah, no. If you don't have vaccine, don't don't even bother going to the bars and restaurants. How many you, people left? Are you New York? kidding me? I, That's not going to get these people back. No, and, you know, higher taxes in New York not going to get them back. I don't. Uh, I don't care not, whether you agree or disagree with the, the vaccine, but Como's I mean, not going to get them back. <laughs> no, he's on his way out. Yeah, I'm just saying, Como's <laughs> not going to be the guy to bring them back. I mean, Blasio puts this into a, you know into effect that. Um, I, it just it, it amazed me. I'd be to surprised that. if more people don't more people don't leave. Well, I'm curious to see how many cities follow suit and what and, and are we really heading that direction where they're going to start requiring vax cards to get on planes? Where they're going to start requiring vax cards to go to work? Where they're going to start requiring? You know, I mean, really, where does it go? And does this end up in the Supreme Court? Because in my mind, I, I, I would you know I'm no constitutional specialist by any means. I'm not a scholar. But in my mind, I got to say that that is unconstitutional, and I can see that going to, um, I can see that going, ended up in the Supreme Court making that decision of them not allowing people. It very well might. They're probably, there's probably already class action lawsuits going on. Well, think behind, about it from a business the, owner standpoint. Right. Just from a business owner standpoint. And let's say that business owner is, it doesn't even matter, liberal or Democrat or, you know, Whoever. conservative or Republican or whatever. Let's say that business owner, for whatever reason, maybe his mom was one of the people that got the vaccine and, and got sick or, or, you know, whatever. Let's say that that business owner, that bar owner, does not believe in the vaccine and will not get the vaccine. What? What does that mean for him? Does that mean he has to shut down his business because he refuses to get the vaccine? Because he won't comply does it i mean what does that let alone mean? all the workers let, let all you know what i mean let alone completely. Any, everybody anybody Com- anybody that's involved right completely right i just i was amazed to see that and so I actually, you're not going to work you're not going anywhere without this card i what's going to happen to that city i i had to search and make sure that that was not <laughs> fake news that that really happened and yeah no it popped up everywhere from fox to cbs to i mean that was that was the mandate that he put in place yesterday and i went are you kidding me? What comes next? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Don't know. You might hear some of this. You might hear some of that. I don't know. Right. I, I, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I just don't know what comes next. But, yeah. So, I guess um, I guess if, you know, just a little FYI, if you were planning on going visiting New York, you better be vaccinated. Otherwise, don't plan on going to uh, any restaurants bars gyms or shows um but you can go you know you can wander around the city and go look at all the because i mean new york is a beautiful city and but uh yeah just don't plan on going in anywhere they say it used to be stay outside (laughs) but wear your vest (laughs) (laughs) yeah forget the mask you need to wear your vest yeah you don't need a mask in new york you just need your vest yep (laughs) that'll be the new thing Sad day, man. And like Sad you day. said, I mean, that you know, the thing that follows that is, is yeah, the 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 state, the governor. I mean, he's they they released it. 
they released it, and they are pursuing charges against them. I, in my opinion, I think just New York just did everything ass backwards. The the you Kumo know, just, the Kumo keeps... brothers are in deep. Yeah, good they, in deep. They've been in shit, and they need to get out. They just need to leave. It'd be the best thing. Well, he's still fighting it. He's still fighting it. And now you have now you have Congress. Um, you know you have Congress even even calling for his, uh, you know, for his re- removal. You know, basically they want his removal. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. Get the hell out of here. And it's overdue. There's, you know, and we know how this goes. I mean, now now you have the point where they're filing formal charges. They've done the investigation. They're filing formal charges. But the problem is going forward, if you know, you've got I think I think I, think I believe I the number's eleven women. Okay. But they don't have any yet that have that have gonna... actually said they're gonna stand up there and testify. So I mean if you know, if there's if there's, you know, hesitance by them or they don't wanna be involved or, or for whatever reason threatened been, or or threatened or, or too traumatized or you know, I mean, there's so many reasons that it could fall apart and or threatened. Or, or threatened, or or threatened, or I've said it from day one watching Kumo. He he reminds me of a mob boss. He really does. He does. I I see him. I see him operating the way he talks and the way he 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 just feels and looks like he's part of the underworld. I don't see him as a as a true governor. As a true. No, he he looks more to me like a mob boss than he does, and the way he talks, and the it. way he speaks, mm-hmm. uh, he, he he feels like a mob boss. And you know, the robot bartenders over here giving me giving me the big eyes, but it's like you know what? If the preacher man can talk about the Illuminati sure. and the and, and the Satanists nope. and the it, it's all out <laughs> and there, the, I mean, and the Scientologists, it's all public record. If he can, if he can punch all them in the face, he even went off on the aliens one day. Right. I, I I think I can I think I can fight back a little bit a little bit against it's, uh, it's, Kumo. It's all well documented. So <laughs> it's all out there. The truth is out there, and the it truth is. shall set you free. Well, yeah. Who knows? But who's going to jail? Like I said, none of these politicians ever go to jail. Nope. Not Come yet. Come on, man. Not yet. Doesn't seem to be happening. What is going on? No. I mean, so many should be in jail right now. Be honest with you. Be honest, folks. Really. <laughs> Drive me crazy. <laughs> No, I, I I agree with you completely. So, yeah, where all that plays out and where that goes from here, I, I, I'm anxious to see it. Cause uh, I don't know I'm moving to Tokyo. I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm out here. I'm gonna start speaking Japanese and just. Well, thank God for our men and women over there. Yeah. You know, I mean, besides the one that don't want to, you know, that they want to, they want to participate with our country, but they don't want to support our country. But uh, yeah, thank God for them because uh, did you see the medal count? Because we've I, been, I have not. I was watching. I actually seen some of the men's volleyball today, so that was going on. And then I seen, I believe it's the women's lacrosse was playing today. Okay. So okay. Yeah. So we've been back and forth and back and forth and hanging on by a thread with the medal count for the last, you know, the week. I mean, we started off strong, and then we kind of, you know, we kind of wavered, and and we've been right there with China and even even Russia. You know, but all of a sudden now we're we're getting into the the water sports. Oh, that's yeah, the and the, the track uh, and field. Yes. And as of this morning, I got up and I looked, and we are kicking ass. We actually are uh, ahead of China, seventy nine medals to seventy. We haven't caught up to them yet in the golds, but we actually have been the closest we've been in a long time. We actually have twenty five gold medals, as opposed to China's thirty two. So okay, well, but. Uh, 
we got a good strong lead by nine medals overall. So, uh, yeah, well, track those, and field. Is, those uh, are the ones that could pass the drug test. So yeah. <laughs> let's let's just let's let's give it to those guys. Okay, good job, guys. Thanks for participating. But oh, anyway, small little small little pause. No, and I love it. I, I really do. I've I, I've 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 enjoyed I've enjoyed watching the Olympics, and as much as I hate to say it, um, you know, I I I sat there and watched the soccer, you know, and and the beginning of this with all of the all of the woke and all of the you know the 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 back and forth of you know using the stage for political punch counter punch and blah blah blah. I almost hate to say it. But I sat there and, and almost rooted against the women's soccer team just because they are, you know, that that Rapino that, uh, you know. Hey, Rapino. Is, is, hey, is Raputa. The, she is something else as far as is her, you know, standing out against the, the, the U.S., against her country. To stop. For her it's political over. gain. Your and, career's over. And so to watch them watch them actually fail. In the in the you know the competition, I, I like almost to, deserved it. I almost deserved it. Almost deserved it. And you know what? There you go. I I love our Canadian counterparts and our Canadian neighbors, and it almost made me grin a little bit when I got up the other day and went, "Oh, you know what? They just got get kicked got kicked out. The U.S. team just got kicked out because Canada beat them, and they have no chance of getting a gold medal." And if they're lucky, if they can win Thursday night and and beat Austria, the best they can do is a bronze. And I don't know. You you take for what you want. I don't know if you're going to root against uh, root against the U.S. and root for Austria or not. But uh, yeah, I just I hate the I hate the politics. We've talked about this before. Okay. You know? Well, here here's the thing. Uh, I do believe that American people um, don't like. Poor sports. I, I I'm, no. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure. I'm a hundred percent on that one. Like if you, they, they they're gonna see right through. The American people are gonna see through it. And if you're a poor sport, look at Kilpatrick. Look at all those guys. Look at all. You know, what I mean, we. You know, you do something stupid like that, uh, we will turn on you. You know, I mean, it's you know, it's just our nature. It's like you know, if you're not with us, you're against us. You know, type thing or yeah. whatever. You know, I mean, no, I agree. Type, you know, but if you're gonna play this stage game and play this whole, you know, put your you know, I mean, it, time and place for everything. Leave your politics at home. Leave the shit home. That's not go what compete. It's not what you're there for. This is not the place. If you want to be political, then you know, run for office. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Get out of the Olympics and go yeah. run for office. You should spend your more time focusing on what your ad's going to be and go to your little town or whatever you do and run for office over there if you yep. want to. You know, get on there. No, I agree completely. But, but now here, sorry, Mm-mm. wrong answer. Sorry. We've had so much. Fake news and so much bullshit with politics. We're the American people. We're over it. And there's a there's a revolution coming, man. I just got a little thing from, uh, you know, uh, Dan. Uh, I, I'm gonna say is wrong. But uh, Bangdo Bangdali, he's on Fox. Dan uh, Blasio does. Uh, oh, you're talking uh, about Bongino. Bongino. Yeah. Yeah. I just got a nice little thing right here, man. He was doing his podcast and uh, his show. And he stopped for a minute to make a little video that I got sent from a friend of mine and some other people. And they're like, you need to watch this. And then he just went off on some stuff about the, you know, the new virus that's coming in and all the other stuff and statistics and kind of did this, you know, and he goes, 
the we're, people are done because that new the, people you know, are done. The new thing. I don't mean to get off on a thing or whatever, but it's the new thing is like he's, you know, the death on the new thing is like zero. What did he say? Zero point zero zero eight or something or whatever it is. So he's like, look, we're we're done. Something we're not gonna stand for this crap anymore. People are just fed up. Yeah, they've had enough. So going back to but going back to her and her little political thing over there. I'm with you, man. I'm like, hey, kick their ass. Take your little bronze. Go home. And and, I, and I hate to I hate to say that about any sure. US team because I am I am, and if anybody knows me and anybody's listened to us, but if uh, you're a- I, I am I am a absolute patriot and supporter of our country. And I love the Olympics because I love to root for my country. I exactly. love to look at the medal count and say, Yeah, we're we're kicking China's ass by by nine medals and, and it's awesome. But when you have competitors that are going over there to a foreign country and don't appreciate the country they came from and they feel that that's the place to go on the national stage and protest, I, I, I just have a huge problem with that. I just I, I just can't deal with it. Nothing made me feel better the other night we were watching. I want to say it was the, the women's 100-meter relay. I think that was it. It was either the 100-meter or the 400-meter relay. And... We won, uh, we won gold and silver in that. And both of those girls, when they got done, the first thing they did is grab the American flag and they draped it around their back like a cape and walked around just, you know, and I went, yeah, that's you what you're supposed to do. That's what we Be need. Be proud of your country. That's that what we represent. need right now. Absolutely. The whole world watching. And I was watching. proud of those girls. And, right. you know, mm. I mean, that, that's what it should be. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely what it should be. So That a girl. That's what I said. Dad, a girl. And, and I feel bad that I didn't look up their names. And I think that was just uh, last night, which was w- w- so that actually would have been yesterday morning. But um, um, but yeah, I mean, I was very, very happy to see that and very, very proud to see their acknowledgement of their country that they represented and to bring home the gold and the silver back to back to U.S. Com- you know, competitors to do that. And yeah. Yep. Absolutely. That's great. Yeah. I just seen, uh, I think I was, when I was scrolling through, when I was telling you about the whole app thing, when the snake and the pong thing, I think that uh, up on top of the screen, they said that there's over 7,000 hours of footage for from the Olympics. That's a lot. I mean, that's a lot of footage. Well, it goes in day, you know, day in, day out. 7,000 hours of footage yeah. that you can watch on the Olympics. You can just sit there. And get an ounce, and you're just you're zoned for the whole weekend. Like you're gonna binge watch the whole Olympic. That's like seven. That's a commitment. Seven thousand hours. Right. <laughs> seven yeah. Thousand hours. <laughs> watch the Olympics. Like wow. And it's, they're not over. So it's like I just imagine. You know. Well, it took that, a long time to get through the table tennis. Yeah. Just so you know. Sheesh. There was a couple days every time I went to watch some Olympics, and I went, really, table tennis again. Right. I mean. Kudos to them. Kudos to them for doing the the sport that they got. You know, and it got accepted, and it is it is an Olympic sport now. But I went uh, uh, table tennis. Really, there's there's probably (laughs) there's probably like one percent of the whole population, world's population out there with like uh, what do they call that? A whiplash. (laughs) 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 Ow! Jesus. Okay, enough. All right, gotta turn this off. Please, please, just turn off. My next, my next. Yeah, there's some sports I watch and enjoy, and some sports that I just go, um, yeah, next channel. I, I just, uh, yeah. I had a weird thought, you know, watching the Olympics when they were doing the diving and all the other stuff and all the water stuff. I'm like, it'd be so cool if you could put, like, a trampoline and then have a trampoline to jump into the water and do all your tricks and then land on a diving board like a heart. Or, or, what was this? 
Oh, Rodney Dangerfield when he did the triple backflip <laughs> off the thing. Like, you know, did the thing and the, the, the other the, the big. And I was like, that was just brilliant. I'm like, throw a trampoline in there. Call yep. it good. Let's do it. Let's figure this out. Let, let's make it happen. You know? Make it happen. A retractable trampoline swimming, something going on over here. I'm just like, I'm all about it, you know. I want to see something. I want to see something different. You know? I hear you. Right. I hear so, you. Just, well, you know. Just uh, put it out there, man. We looked no. it up because I wasn't sure if I was right or wrong, so we looked it up just to confirm it. So you realize 2024, there's a there's a huge chance that pole dancing will be part of the 2024 Olympics. Yes. So it is coming. Wait. No. Oh, no. No, no, no. Oh, did I say coming and pole dancing in the, the same yes, way? Yes, you I'm did. But that's, not, but that's not That's not. my thing. I just, <laughs> just my brain, the way I think, it's just, uh, is that going to be, oh, you, do you know where I'm going? I, I don't guess? know. I have a lot of questions. Like, like is outfits. It, is it, uh, but no, like, no, 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 no. Because we're in that transgender thing. Like, I, is it going to be? Girl, I don't know. Is it going to be I, a guy-girl sport? I have like, no idea. Because I, I can't I, do it, dude. I can, I I'm not going to watch a guy <laughs> pole dance for an Olympic. I'm just not. It's weird. <laughs> right? Like, it's a guy, but it's dressed up like a girl. And a girl's dress. I just, I, oh, man. Just ruined it. I'm your huckleberry. Right on. But, yeah, I bet. <laughs> Wow. I don't know. There's a lot to think about. about <laughs> there this. is. I'm confused, is. man. I'm just, I'm just, and, and, I'm so distraught. So from, from your aspect, I'm so we were distraught actually, right we now. were actually talking about the outfits, but from your <sighs> aspect, now that you bring that up, now I'm, now I'm rooting one way for the outfits, <laughs> but the, <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. So where that Sorry, goes. man. I didn't mean to put that in anybody's head, but no. you know, that's just how twisted I'm sure. I mean, run, like, Forrest, run. <laughs> oh boy. I have Ooh. no idea idea where's I, it going I, man i, I, I don't know. know i don't know okay so, all right might be a good time to move away from the olympics and let's get away uh, move it, it might just keep getting weirder <laughs> yeah, from here could get weird from here right on. um i don't know where you want to go next you uh, uh should we head for the top 11 or you want to jump into the deep dives tonight um uh, i'll go with my deep dive i'll start it all right here there you let's go just, let's do it man there you go do it my friend this is one of my favorites from zz top so here you go uh i just want to thank you man Thank, uh, thank Dusty for, you know, being that guy, man. 50 years. Listen to that bass. thought that there would be a uh, a ZZ Top song for for our deep dives. I mean, can you imagine? Right? <laughs> no way. No, no way. No way. No way. Yeah, every time I hear that, man, you, man, if your toes ain't tapping or you ain't doing, you ain't, you don't get a little something in you. You feel, you got to feel something, man. Absolutely. Yeah. 
That's just un-American if you don't. So do you do you remember what year that came from? Any idea? Member. Member. Um, I want to thank you. I, I I can't remember what year that came from. I could. Uh, I that's could that's got to be. I could find out. I want to say that's like late seventies. Personally, think so. I think so, but I could be wrong. I Usually, even... it's got it's got something on here, but it's not it's saying show more. But uh, it was from uh, I don't know how you pronounce it. It was uh, remastering of uh, remastering of ZZ Tops. I thank you from uh, De De Gallo. De Gallo. De yeah. Gallo. Nineteen seventy nine. Is it right there? Yeah, I actually okay. have it right in front of me now. I just found that. Yeah. It's, Bam. Uh, yeah, dude. And I don't think I'm saying that right. To go, you know, when you have the two dots over the U, how? What is the proper way to say is the it a, U? Is it a deep? Du, is it a deep du, U? Deguello. Deguello. I think it's Deguello. Let's go with that. I think it's Deguello. Deguello. So 1979 Deguello, which included "I Thank You," "She Loves My Automobile," "I'm Bad Nationwide," um, "I'm a nationwide. Fool for Your Stockings," uh, some "Manic good, Mechanic," some good songs coming up. "Dust there, My Broom." Dust my broom and low down in the street, and of course, and of course, not to be outdone by cheap sunglasses. Was it back then? Yeah, it was. Nineteen seventy-nine. Cheap sunglasses. Nineteen seventy-nine. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And actually, that was a B-side. You know, so on the B-side, I mean, I'm not looking at the you know the actual album, but uh, I thought I, I would cheap assume... sunglasses. I would have put cheap sunglasses on uh, Eliminator. You know, be honest with you, cheap sunglasses is actually number nine. And then number ten was Esther be the one. Hmm. So, um, not well, to be... I bet you if you got that little forty-five hanging around, that yeah, no kidding. Price, price just went no up. kidding, no yeah. kidding, yeah, absolutely, no so. kidding, kidding, no don't, kidding, don't, don't kid Mister. me, Yep. Man, think all the ZZ Top paraphernalia that people collected <laughs> now and stuff like that. Wow, having a good time with it these days, aren't they? That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I got a couple other albums for sure, man. Oh, got, well, got, you know, you know. I, and that's the thing. I mean, we talked about it when we were doing pre-show, and, I mean, you can go on and on and on for hours with uh, ZZ Top because there's just, if you like that style of music, if you like that uh, shuffle and see, as Frank Beard said, yep. you know, I mean, if you if you if, if there's stuff in there you like, you know, whether it be Cheap Sunglasses or LaGrange or, you know, I mean, anything in between, Man, what'd um, you do? You went back to seventy one, didn't you? I or did something. Dude. I did. Yeah, it's you know, it's 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 just a it's just a style they had, and uh, you know, all, all the way up to like you say, Eliminator when the Eliminator came out, and you know, got involved in the the MTV era, which you know, kind of put ZZ Top on the map. I mean, MTV, like we talked about before, MTV was really what took. ZZ Top yep. out of Texas. They did and made them worldwide. Yep, exactly. Yeah, they, they, yeah. You watch that documentary and they they yeah. they, they go into detail and explain yeah. uh, how that happened and stuff like that. So pretty good know, videos too off that. There <laughs> is, like, yeah. there is. Yeah, it's there the was boy, you know the boy videos. with the hot chick and you know heck you know, yeah you know, he gets you know he's down on his luck but then all of a sudden he gets a gets I, a ride in the Eliminator with the I, cheap I love the stories the behind that yeah where they the girl, wanted to, you, know? you know they wanted to make the underdog <clears throat> become the become the man become and, the man yeah and that's kind of how their videos were you know, how their videos were done but I don't know I, you know I went again back to the 70s with uh with uh ZZ Top and 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 again just to show you know to show Dusty's Dusty's style and and kind of what made ZZ Top who they were from from 
our aspect. Right, but you um, every, you you know all these songs. I like, do. Everybody knows these songs. Grew up you know? on them. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, for my deep dive tonight, I wanted to go back to a little bit of waiting for the <clears throat> bus. So here's a little bit of waiting for the bus from Good ZZ Top. Good one, bro. Good one. changes when they when they you know they step down and they you know step to that that lower level and it, you know it's uh you know change the whole chord structure and yeah I, their style is just one of a kind for yeah for it's, for three piece they're tight oh and, my lord yeah, you know, yeah and i was yeah. just sitting over here just doing that little riff playing air guitar and i'm like it would just <laughs> how fun would it just be just to be you know just one day with those guys and just kind of sit around and just hang just out. Just to jam. And just, and just jam. Just know? to jam with them, you know? I mean, just it's... See. Yeah. Yeah. So we doing another shot to these guys? We have to. Yeah, I, I think... I seen, uh, I seen I you think reach over. I couldn't and... help myself when I was listening to that song, and uh, I went, yeah, one more. One more to Dusty Hill. A little bit of Crown Black, because I know it is a Canadian blended whiskey, so... I am with you, brother. So, so yeah. It's a double the, shot, man. I don't think we've ever done a double shot for for someone before we like, have not not like this we have not but it's just it, it's just i might have done a whole bottle for neil Peart, <laughs> you know you weren't here that night remember I, yeah <laughs> no kidding that was uh you were down with the sickness and uh i was on my own and that was uh when tuan filled in and helped me do the uh i do the neil peart show yeah and yeah that was a sad day too i think i might even have had a little tear in my eye that day that was I know, a, that did. was a that was a toughie but uh Drum, drummer to drummer man drummer to drummer but sing. uh but uh, yeah, no, I love our I love our top musicians, and so let's yeah. give this one, one to one more to Dusty and all the all the other guys and too. all the other guys he, and you know them. Amen. You go back and listen to the show, you know, they're there. We don't forget anybody for sure. <sighs> that is good. It is. It is. It doesn't get much smoother than that. The Canadian. The Canadians. It's so good. It's so smooth. The Americans know what they're doing, but I don't know that anybody's got it quite perfected the way the Canadians do. They got the, they got it down pat. So let's give it to them. <laughs> well, thanks, man. That Heck good. yeah, that was good. Heck yeah, it's good. It's so good. So on that note, we probably should. Uh, I don't know where you uh, probably get into your uh, into your top eleven tonight. You oh. uh, you brought a you brought oh, a top it? eleven, didn't you? Oh, this is a doozy one. It's a right. doozy. It's a doozy. It's a doozy. One. doozy. It's kind of fun. This is going to be fun. <laughs> Will it now? Well, I think so. I mean, you know, I don't know. I was laughing, you know. Come, well, either come, will or won't. Coming up with it, you know, it was kind of funny. You know, might bring back a few little memories this way. Might, uh, you know, you know, 
Oh, oh, it's going to have to bring back a memory because this, uh, I think we got a little, uh, we got a little something, a little pre, a uh, little droppy drop that we found earlier. You never know. Yeah. You never know. There's all kinds of weird things going on around the studio sometimes. Right. Yeah. You got the, you got it loaded up, the, uh, the, the one, the little Wh- drop thing. Which um, one? There, you know, the, uh, the one. Oh, you're heading, okay, you're heading into your top 11? Well. Oh, yeah, no, I don't yeah. know, dude. Uh, yeah, best, dude. best way, best way to start that is, uh. You want to have a little fun? What would you do for a Klondike bar? <laughs> And that is the top 11. The top 11 is. What would I do or wouldn't do for a Klondike bar? <laughs> so it's a double win. I do not have the what would you not do for a Klondike bar. Right. But I do right. have the drop for what would you do. Right. <laughs> so. You want to get started? Because this is just kind of be fun, I think. So. I, right. might, I might be scared. Uh, let's go. We're going we're gonna to do the what I wouldn't do for a Klondike bar. And then we'll do we'll go to what I would do. Okay. So I'll bounce I'll bounce I'll bounce the first one off what I wouldn't do, and then I'll go and I'll go right down to what I would do. Very good. Okay. Yes, sir. Right. What I wouldn't do is stick my hand in a ceiling fan. At a, You're despicable. On high speed, I I, I just, I'm not doing it. I don't blame you. Not for a Klondike bar. No. 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 But I would shoot an innocent person with a BB gun with a one pump little rifle <laughs> i would do that <laughs> that brings up some recent just, stories doesn't it does it? okay yeah, yeah we had a couple conversations about that didn't we yeah i'm just saying i don't know anybody out there i'm just saying i would this is me all right it's not <laughs> it's not for everybody okay don't try this at home don't try this at home and and for you kids listening yeah Get mom and dad's permission before you listen to this top level. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, there's the disclaimer. <laughs> there's a, there's the disclaimer. There's your public service uh, announcement there. So yeah. you know, and just so you know, in our in our category, you know, we have to make selections. So I always say our show is because I'm not the parent, right? So I I, sure. I always say when I have to click click all those boxes, I say our show is explicit. It says explicit that's, when that's, you. Go- that's automatic. Dude, we went to Spotify, and we set up my neighbor's account, and he's listening to us now. And every show on Spotify says explicit. Next it, to it. It, and it should, because I always I always put that on there, because I never know when an F-bomb's going to drop or, you know, what's going to happen or whether whether in this woke world that we're going to say the wrong trigger word or we can't say trigger anymore, can we? Oh, dude. Anyways. Come on. I, I, I never know. Trigger. But the other thing that they ask you Fire, is, kill. is what is the age that is appropriate for your show? And I and I just I just don't even touch it. We don't know anymore. Because I don't know. I don't. I'm, I'm, I mean, cable's got a lot of stuff. A lot of shits. I'm let loose on. Cable. I'm a parent, mm-hmm. and I and I will decide for my son what he can listen to and what he can't listen to. Sure, but that's my decision. But I'm not going to sit there on when I'm releasing this stuff and say, um, "Oh yeah, it's age appropriate for 15 or 13 or 18 or 17." It's not my job. It's not my job. You you decide. So I just say explicit and leave it at that. And it covers it. Covers it. Yeah. Right. Now yeah. you know what you're getting yeah. into. Exactly. Right now. Yeah. Either will or it won't. <laughs> will or won't. <laughs> oh, I would not. I would not step into a pile of dog shit barefoot for a Klondike bar. I'm not doing it. I mean, I mean, what? Might, I'm just saying it might feel good to some people. I mean, we've been there. We've all done it. I'm sure, but I'm, <laughs> I'm not doing it for a Klondike bar. What would you do for a Klondike bar? <laughs> not that. Not doing it, man. Uh, what I would do is I would stare at someone until they became um, 
very uncomfortable and make them. I, I mean, I'd stare them yeah, down I, and make. I them feel do that all the time, and I don't even get a Klondike bar out of it. <laughs> I know, <laughs> it's just kind of fun. But I would, I'd do it. I'd just stare at you for make, sure for make, a Klondike bar. For a Klondike bar, Heck all yeah. I, all I gotta do is stare at this person until he becomes uncomfortable <laughs> or something. I, I Why would, wouldn't you? I would do it for a Klondike bar. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Just saying. Uh, what I wouldn't do is try to break a bottle over my head. Not doing it. You're not going to sit there and watch me do it. And, um, yeah, I hurt myself for that. <laughs> I'm just, I, I did it when I was younger. It's not fun. I, I have, I have a friend that can actually take that. He, he really can. He can, Really? Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember, and I won't mention any names cause I shouldn't, um, cause I think, uh, some of them, some, some of these people involved are our listeners, but I have this friend. Um, do you remember the the old glass, the, the good old days when we actually got glass pitchers? Those great big, oh thick, yeah, you know the they big were heavy they, ones. They were pyramided up, like they were already heavy, and then you put all that beer in there, and, and they, put all that yeah. beer in there, and, then, and they were they were yeah yeah the you heavy slide them down the bar. Yeah, exactly. So I have a friend that we were in a situation at a at a local bar at that point. And actually had one of those smashed over his head. Mm. Full. The bartender wow. grabbed it and smashed it over his head because he thought that was the best result for him. <laughs> okay. It was not. It's not. Because that friend of mine just was uh, a brick shithouse and was was just, didn't, you know, it didn't did, matter. Did didn't even phase him. him. No. Really? No, he stuttered for a second and, and, and moved. And, and, yeah, that was, yeah. And then off he went to <laughs> clear the bar at that point but uh like yeah. a like an 800 pound gorilla like an 800 pound yeah that got hit yeah. over the head with a pitcher of beer yeah a glass yeah. like now you just pissed me off wow that's i yeah and it takes oh there goes the door yep i didn't want to i don't want to argue with that guy after that um, i dealt with some pretty mean people and uh that seems like one guy that i wouldn't you yeah. take you're taking that and then now you're now you're clearing out the bar like you're you're still going Yes. Yeah, you're pissed off. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm staying out of that guy's yeah. way. No. I'm just, I'm not no. doing it. No. And it wasn't even for a Klondike bar. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, if you can get that guy out of the bar, I'll give you a Klondike bar. <laughs> no. There not, you go. There's yeah. a good one. Not doing it. Get T out of the bar. <laughs> you get a Klondike bar. Ain't doing it, bro. <laughs> Piss no. him off and get him out of the bar. Let's see how that works out for right, you. Right, right. Good job. Good luck. Okay. Mm. Not worth it. <laughs> uh, what I would do, and we talked about this, I would, you know, I'd, I'd punch somebody in the knee. Yes, <laughs> we talked about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why wouldn't you? That would hurt. Like it would hurt. I guess. I mean, like, I mean, but I'd do it for a Klondike bar. You know. Just saying. You know. I understand. Yeah, friend or foe, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. What I won't do is, number four, uh, I will not eat um, Brussels sprouts or lima beans for a Klondike bar. I won't do it. It's not happening. No? No, I won't do None it. None of those. Nope. I, I will not eat a Brussels. love Brussels sprouts. Do you really? I yeah. can't do it. I can't stand them. Love them. Can't stand them. Love them. I was thinking of like something that I would eat, and I'm going, no, I just can't. I Lima beans were forced down my throat when I was a kid. They had to eat them for dinner. The, we threw them underneath the table, and the dog you know, ate a couple of them, but, you know. We were forced to eat those things. I was just like, I just can't. Mm -mm. Yeah, it just brings I, uh, up bad memories. For yeah, me. I, I um, can't get past it. The only vegetable like that. I mean, we never, we didn't have lima beans very much. But the only vegetable I ever felt like that about was um, peas. 
Okay. Yeah, I didn't like the peas. And, uh, I got past. Not, I got past them. But yeah, not lima beans. Well, and I did too because I figured out how to mix your peas and your potatoes, and I still do it to this day. <laughs> that's the, that's the funny part. You can mash it's them like, up a yeah, little bit. I made a I made a whole new uh, Space Invaders, uh, you know, pea the, mountain the, the pea. <laughs> uh, with uh, mashed potatoes, and yeah, so I'm all good now. But uh, yeah, back in those days, no, the peas were my thing. No and, kidding. Uh, yeah, yeah, but not lima beans, and especially not Brussels sprouts because I still love those. No kidding. I just, I just, I just, uh, I can't do it. What would you do for a Klondike bar? What I would do, I would, I would jump across a five foot, um, uh, 10 foot high bonfire. I, I would do it. Yeah. I mean, I could do it. I've done it. I know. I, I know I could clear five feet in a 10 foot flame. I know I could jump through it because I've done it and come out unscathed. So, <laughs> so I mean, you know, do you want a bonfire story? I'm just saying you got to get that landing just right. I mean, you don't want to screw up, you know, like the trampoline bounce into the pool type thing I'm talking about uh, earlier. But, you know, I mean, if you trip and fall and you take a header right into it, I mean, that's just that's that's bad. So even worse, we had a uh, we had a friend of ours, a mutual friend of ours that uh, back in the day decided that he was uh, he was invincible with the bonfire and he was going to run across it because I had thrown a four by eight sheet of plywood onto the bonfire that had to be burnt. Okay. And instead of running across it, he chose to lay on it. Mm. He just laid right on the, uh, yeah, just laid right down on it. Come on. No, he laid right right in the middle of the, uh, yeah, right in the middle of the four by eight sheet. Full, you know, 20 just, foot flame bonfire. I threw the board going on all it, around it. And just... he was going to run across it. And all of a sudden, he just decided to just stop and lay right on top of it until he couldn't anymore. And I went, um, okay, you're stupider than I thought you were. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And you remember that because that's he's the only one that's ever tried and done that. It's the only person ever seen do that. I don't even think there's a YouTube video of that. There is not. Like back in those days, I want to say I was probably, yeah, no, I was probably almost probably 25 years ago. Okay. uh, Yeah. No, I watched it happen. I I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, you might. You might. (laughs) I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Nice going. He was here earlier. If that gives it away. Oh, gotcha. (laughs) All right. Good job, buddy. Nice going. Uh, what I wouldn't do, let's go with uh, number five. What I wouldn't do is purposely drop a hammer on my foot. I just, I'm not doing it. No. I don't know if that makes any sense. I mean, but I mean, if they asked you, like, what would you do? I'm like, um, they're like, drop a hammer on your foot. And I'm like, no. Pain hurts. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Ice cream's not going to make it better. No. 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 No matter what mom says. Five minutes eating that Klondike bar versus two weeks trying to heal my foot. Okay. No. It's not that good. All right. So number five, what I would do is I would toilet paper a friend or foe's house. I would do that. Oh, sure. I yeah. would just. Yeah, that's an easy breezy one. That's too easy. Yeah. Like I just waste the place with toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> and then some. And then some. Yeah. yeah I'd do that. Yeah. Take a video of it. I might even shoot uh, shoot poop bags over there, too. All right, we're getting there. We're, okay. you, dude, right. you're close. All right. Very I good. can't even believe you said that. Because <laughs> it's close. Right. Number six, I would not drink spoiled milk for a Klondike bar. It's it's so bad. I got the visual. My brother got a, a bad carton of milk off a food truck one time, and he told me about it, and he slammed the whole thing. And he had to leave work like 30 minutes later because he was uh, projectile vomiting all over the place. It's not good. I Even Fear Factor, some of that stuff on Fear Factor, what you do, you know, eating spiders. and But, uh, yeah, drinking spoiled milk, I'm not. Mm. No. Yeah, bad memory. No, 
Yeah. No, thanks. Yeah, because I, I was close one time, and I'd seen the cap, and I was I got it right up, and I was just going to slam it because I was just eating some chocolate chip cookies, and I just wanted some milk. Two weeks in the back of the refrigerator, I was like, oh, God, I'm so glad I got it that close. I mean, because <laughs> if it would have been like 3 o'clock in the morning, you know, and pick, Might that, have done it. and pick that thing up and just didn't realize, you know, and get it that close, I would, yeah, mm, no. <laughs> All right, so, yeah, that's number six. What I would do is I would set a uh, – you got it. I would set a, da- a bag of dog shit on a friend or foe's house and light it on fire. I would do that. You can videotape that because I would do that. I'm there that you guy. go. I'm that guy. Right. Because I've done it before. No. I have. And I don't got, believe that for a and second. Dude, we got caught. Yeah, it was in Marysville, and it was, like, right around the corner. And I got told – you don't you don't do stupid stuff in your neighborhood because now you're labeled as a you know the bad kid you know right go to someone else's neighborhood and do it you know true that because yeah. you know they don't know you you know or whatever so you know that's what we started doing is going to these other neighborhoods and getting in trouble so but yeah we definitely got caught for that one you know they used to call it <laughs> you know do the doorbell ring light the thing you know so we were hiding in the bushes waiting for him to do it and it was just yeah he wasn't going for it and then the cops oops were, cops were all over the place so yeah. All right. I thought I'd bring up some memories or something back in the day. See, we got some stories, right? One or two. One or two. Um, what I wouldn't do is stare at the sun for uh, stare directly into the sun for one minute. I wouldn't do that. No, because that could have uh, consequences. It does. I tried to do it. You know, stare into the sun. It's cool. And I'm like, no, you're gonna go blind. I'm like, all right, I'll try it. <laughs> now I got stage two glaucoma, whatever that is, and who who knows who knows what happened. But no, I'm not doing that for a Klondike bar. So if that makes any sense, yeah. These are questions that you might get asked for a Klondike bar. These might be like commercials that come up later, you know, listening to our show. And they might ask these questions. It might it might turn into a video or a, or a commercial. It may be an interview. It might be. An you interview. never know what happens. You don't. Okay, so here's a good one. Uh, number eight. Uh, I'm not uh, for Klondike bar. I would, I would, I would not smack my girlfriend. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. For I wouldn't. No, I don't blame you. I don't care. I, I don't, don't blame you. I don't care if you give me a a lifetime supply of Klondike bar. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I just guarantee I'm getting smacked back. So if I, just, I can accept the consequences, then maybe. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what if I, I've heard this once, I've heard it uh, more than a dozen times. Is number one, you got to sleep. Yeah, you you have to go to sleep sometimes. <laughs> Sooner or later, you're going to sleep. I don't care if it's three days later. You're you gotta, you're gonna sleep. You got to sleep sooner or later. You're gonna have to go to sleep. Right. <laughs> uh, what I would do is I'd grab a stapler and staple my friend. Yeah, you know, as hard as I could with a stapler, I would staple my friend's hand. Not my stapler. Not my stapler. Not my stapler. Not my stapler. No. You take your sleeper and you go down. But I mean, I would do it. Like, if he wasn't looking and you, you asked me that question, what would you do for a Klondike bar? I would go, I'd, I'd staple my friend's hand you know, with the stapler while he wasn't looking. I, I mean, I would do it. That's just my kind of humor. So. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. Um, what, I, what, I, uh, what I would do for a Klondike bar was I would eat a, a whole pint of Ben & Jerry's in front of you. Heck yeah! While you're asking me what I would do Anytime. for a Klondike bar, I mean, I would do that. Anytime. Anytime, because uh, I think Ben and Jerry's is better in Klondike. I'm just saying, just putting it out there. I think it's some of the best ice cream I've ever had. I love it. I'll eat the whole pint. I don't care lactose intolerant or not. I'm doing it. I get in the mood. I'm doing it. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, what I wouldn't do, I wouldn't go streaking with a bunch of strangers. I wouldn't do it. Never. 
I don't know, maybe, but not, <laughs> but not for a Klondike bar. <laughs> Just. It's a, I, I would bet have, you would. It would have to be. It, I bet you would. It'd be one of the mood things. I bet you would. Uh, yeah, it would have to. You know, yeah. the ice cream truck would have to be right there. I ain't buying that one. I would have to go, you know, Will Ferrell would have to be there. I think um, you're lying. I'm just saying, you know, I don't know. We'll talk about, <laughs> we'll get back to that one. Uh, if someone asked me to jump off the Blue Water Bridge, I wouldn't do it. Not for Klondike Bar. No. No. No, I wouldn't. No. Yeah, I, I don't blame you there. But I would go play in traffic. On the bridge. Well, there you go. I would I would do that for a Klondike bar. I'd, I'd stop traffic and go play. You know, go play in traffic, kid, or something. You know? Which bridge, though? The Blue Water Bridge. Oh, that I, I mean, I would get yeah, right up on top. Terrible. I mean, I'd get up there and I'd do it. I, you know. And they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, it's for the Klondike bar. They're like, oh, okay, go ahead. You're fine. You're fine. Just, it's just leapfrog. Yeah, it's just, it's just you know, we're there. Um. So what I... Wouldn't do for a Klondike bar. I wouldn't. I'm, I'm not wearing a mask. You tell me to put on a mask. I'm not putting on a mask. It's not happening. Good boy. There you go. Not doing it. Until they tell you to. Number 11. I'm not doing it. It's not happening. But uh, uh, I would help. Uh, I would help uh, Biden finish his, uh, his speeches. I would I would do the best I could. There I, you go. I would do that for a Klondike bar. You're a good man. <laughs> what would you do for a Klondike bar? And I'll just give you I just give you the bonus. What I would do for a Klondike bar is this is just the bonus round. I would take a brand new nine volt battery out of its thing and I would stick it on my tongue for twenty seconds. I'll go thirty seconds, I'd do it. I'd do it for a Klondike bar. Coated ice cream loaded, big and thick, no room for what would you do for a Klondike bar? <laughs> there it is. Very nice. Very nice. I, I'm sure there's. I, I'm sure there's 111 more things that you would or wouldn't do. Right. 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 These are just some of the. You know. They could that, go on for days. It could go on for days. You guys pick. You guys. You guys listen to the show and then go make your own top 11 and and figure out what you would or wouldn't do. Make a video. Put it on. Send it to us. Put it on YouTube and then what you wouldn't do. It might be a new trend. Might be. Just give me some credit for it. You know, top 11. Might you know, be the and, new. And the, show, uh, the newest right? TikTok ta- challenge. You it know? could I be. Think you never know. Ah, dude, there it is. Let's put it out to the world right there. It's there. There's the challenge. The TikTok challenge. What would you do for a Klondike bar? The TikTok challenge on fucking uh, TikTok and YouTube and you, all that. You oh, there it is, man. Bam. There you go, kids. Have fun. All right, what do we got? White Boy Rick. We never got to this one. Yeah. Did you see after? So this wasn't was. He, wasn't he going to court? Wasn't he? He's suing or doing he something. He is He's, suing now. Yeah. Now, after being released, finally, after all these years, and, and everything that poor guy went through, and the story that that became, he is now filing a lawsuit against the FBI, the local police, and yeah, so it, it'll be interesting to see where that goes and what comes out of it, but yeah, he, he... Well, the movie, the story, you know, what they what they did to him, you know, yes. and, and why they did it, yeah. it's, just, it's just ridiculous, man. It yeah. is. It they is. definitely made an example out of he him. He got was, so taken just, advantage of. Yeah, they so taken advantage yep, of. They they effed him right the f over. Yes. Yeah. So, not the greatest movie that I was hoping to see. You know, when it first came out, but the for for the story of what happened. I mean, you know, that's uh, yeah. It is. It's actually a sad story from you know from his perspective. I mean, as an eighteen year old kid, I mean, he spent all his life in prison. All his the whole the whole thing and and you know I mean and granted I mean his life isn't over I mean he's still still a young man I know but for that what they made him do and how they set him up and what they did and and, and what they made him do I mean yes yeah okay you were a drug dealer yeah but then 
that happened. And then those guys, you know, yeah. So we'll see. I want to see how this turns out. I do, too. I do, too, because yeah. he kind of deserves it because, I mean, he was a young man, and they used him and abused him and they just did. took advantage of him. And that's the worst part of that story is the fact that how bad he got taken advantage of and how much they they just, you know. And how, how, how for lesser crimes, what other people have done. Exactly. Uh, you know, for, you know I mean, exactly. come on, bro, really? Yeah, for his, for his criminal charges and as much as he helped out law enforcement, that's just a sad story. It really is, you know, and that, and, and those kind of things are what stop people from helping law enforcement. When you when you look at what White Boy Rick went through, or or, or Richard Warshie, or you know, I, he, it's it's sad. It's sad what he went through, and I hope that he gets some kind of justification from the lawsuits he's filing because uh, I think yeah, will. you're right, you're I, right. I, think I mean, there's so many people that have. <laughs> So many people. We're letting out murderers right now in California. Thank, thank We're letting you. out, you know, I mean, it, it doesn't matter whether you're a rapist or, you, you know, as long as you don't, uh, yeah, never mind. Mm-hmm. We're not going to get in all the cash bail and all that crap right now that's going on across the world. But, yeah. So, for what White Boy Rick dealt with and where he's at, yeah, he should. He should. So, I give him, I give him kudos for it. Yep. Well, I, I do. I, I think it's the right thing to do. Why not? Why After not? Everybody else in the world is suing. So yeah, yeah. He's been sitting. In, he's been sitting in there for how many years trying to study and figure it out, and decided it was time. Hmm. Tough crowd back then, I guess. Wow. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> and you thought some of the judges in Port Huron were bad. Jeez. Anyway, that's another story. That's another story. Yeah. I see Tucker's up in there somewhere. Uh oh. Bye, Tucker. So, Sean. We're going to Sean. Sean's in there somewhere, too. Sean's right here. He's even got his own little... We got to talk to Sean. I know. I meant to call him. We got to talk to Sean about episode 100. I'll get a hold of him tomorrow. Yeah, we got to find out his plans and his ideas. Well, he's got... He listens to the show, so he's going to hear it one way or another. Yeah, we got to find out what his what his plans are. And yeah, as soon uh, as we get the show out, he'll obviously know. he's uh, he's got to be you know he, he's part of episode one hundred. We know that, but we gotta we gotta kind of find out what to uh, what to expect and what's going on. But I'll do a drive by by his house tomorrow. Oh, I'll send him a text oh, and I'll do a drive by. Oh, he can't say drive by. Oh, damn it! Jeez, what are you doing, dude? I That's almost like were, a, I thought you guys were friends. It's a, <laughs> is that a swear? I don't even know what that is. You can't drive by. Ooh. Taboo, can't say that. Well, make sure you get a hold of Sean. Correct, right? If you don't, if you don't see him at uh, episode one hundred, make sure you get a hold of Sean at eight one zero four three four six one eight eight. But uh, um, yeah, this week's joke of the week uh, brought to you by High Tower Meats. High Tower, uh, High Tower, High Tower, High Tower. Oh, you want uh, Tokyo? I do, I do. I'll say it in our. I'm going to give you a little history lesson today. History, history, a little history for you. All right, I'm down. Down for the ground. I knew you would be. Hmm? So it was the first day of school, and a new student named Martinez, the son of a Mexican restauranter, entered the fourth grade. So the teacher says, let's begin by reviewing some American history. Who said, give me liberty or give me death? She saw a sea of blank faces except for Martinez, who had his hand up. Martinez says, Patrick Henry, 1775. Teacher says, very good. Who said, government of the people, by the people, for the people, 
shall not perish from earth. Again, no response except from Martinez. Abraham Lincoln, 1863, he said. The teacher snapped at the class. Class, you should be ashamed. Martina, who is new to our country, knows more about its history than you do. She heard a loud whisper. Screw the Mexicans. Oh. Who said that, she demanded. Uh-oh. Martina, Martinez put his hand up. Jim Bowie, 1836. <laughs> at that point, a student in the back said, I'm going to puke. Again, the teacher gives a glares and asks, all right, who said that? Again, Martina says, George Bush, the Japanese prime minister, 1991. Now furious. Wow. Another student yells, oh, yeah? Suck this. <laughs> Martinez jumps out of his chair, his hand, waving oh, 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 oh. his hand and shouts to the teacher, Bill Clinton to Monica Lewinsky, <laughs> 1997. <laughs> now, with almost a mob hysteria, someone said, You little shit, if you say anything else, I'll kill you. Martinez frantically yells at the top of his voice, Gary Condit to Chandra Levy, 2001. <laughs> The teacher faded. As the class gathered around the teacher on the floor, someone said, Oh, shit, we're in big trouble. Martinez said, <laughs> Saddam Hussein, 2001. Uh, 2003. 2003. Oh, shit. That's a smart kid. It is. He's pretty good. It is. Good for him. What else does he know? Is that, that's it? That's all I got. That's it right that's there? That's all I got. Right. Yeah, there's a couple jokes like that. Uh, with the uh, Who said that? Yeah. <laughs> Mark Farman, uh, you know, never mind. Pretty sad when the Mexican knows more than we do about our own country, right? Um, the robot bartender thinks I want to get that out there tonight, and it's the second time it's come up. But I'm saving that for uh, I'm saving that for the live show on uh, episode uh, 100, and because that banner is gonna gonna be a you know about us, it'll be right on the front of our. But um, but yeah, it's uh, um, and, and we're big supporters of the uh, Tunnels Towers Foundation, so. Um, just so you know, there's a there's a walk going on to raise money of of the Tunnels to Towers Foundation, and um, that 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 young man uh, young man that is doing it, he's walking. I want to say it's um, boy, I can't even remember how many miles that he's walking, but um, yeah, it's 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 very cool. So, um, and we will get back to that because that is that is going to be a a part of our show for episode 100. So. Um, yeah, yeah, but, um, Tunnels, Tunnels to Towers is a, is a great organization that we will plug any day of the week, and just so you know, um, if, if you don't know anything about it, please look into it, I think it's, uh, hashtag, uh, um, I can't remember what's, can somebody flip that around for me so I can see the front side of that, because, um, if you want to know more about it, please, uh, please look up, uh, hashtag never forget walk. And that's the current um, the current fundraiser that Tunnels to Towers has going on with that uh, with that gentleman that is doing the walk all the way from um, he's walking. He's walking. You know about he, I, I just he's seen that. walking, walking five hundred miles through six states. Yeah, so he's walking from the Pentagon to Pennsylvania to the uh, Twin Towers in New York, 
and um, I believe it's like 530, 38 miles or something like that. Anyways. It says it's going to take 42 days. Yes. yes. Wow. Yeah. So so we will definitely have that. Uh, that will be a bigger part of our show, and it is a great fundraiser and a great organization that helps our uh, uh, every, everything from our, from our military um, to our first responders to anybody that's been uh, injured in active duty, active service, um, you know, the, 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 peop- the, the people that help us. For sure. So, um, yeah, great organization. So if you're not familiar with it, please look into it further. But, uh, yeah, yeah, check that out. Check that out. Cool. But um, beyond that, I uh, the only other thing I had in my pocket was I had actually saved this, uh, and this actually wasn't in my pocket. I wanted to save this because we talked about the the whole vaccine conspiracy earlier, um, and there was a couple things I threw on my Twitter bookmarks that uh, that that stood out to me. And, and first of all, the first one was. I don't know if you saw this. We didn't even talk about this last week, but uh, you know, Pelosi coming out with that new mask mandate in uh, in Washington. And I don't know if you know what? it. She actually she, she actually entrenched the D.C. police to start handing out tickets for anybody that's on federal property. If you go to D.C. and you are on federal property. I think I remember hearing something about there this. There is a right. mandate for the D.C. Now, whether they're following it, I don't know. Very little. I think I heard somebody talking about it. But Nancy on, Pelosi on actually wrote a document from the House to tell the D.C. police that if you find people on federal property without a mask, if they're a common citizen, and this is the part that really pisses me off, if they're a common citizen, then you are to arrest them for not wearing a mask. <laughs> If they are a congressman or, uh, you know, somebody from the quote-unquote establishment. Wait for it. Wait then for you, it. Then you turn them into the sergeant of arms, and it's up to them to find them. But yeah. Re- but regardless, I mean, I don't, I don't, know, what pisses, go like I don't know what pisses me church. off more is the fact that she's mandating anything, you know, as far as the mass mandate goes. I don't, know, I don't know what pisses me off more, the fact that she's mandating that or there's two sets of rules to depending on whether you're in government or not. Well, both. I mean, both. I mean, are, both all are of it. Piss you off, right? All the of whole it thing. pisses me off. Right, but the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, yeah. I. I. I just. Uh, it, it, they've been talking about this forever. It's like it, it, we. We the people, right? And you the people. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You got. You right. Get, you got special rules. You get to go to the the salon. You get to go. You. Okay. And we. Mm-hmm. We get to go to Walmart and the grocery stores. So I'm curious how the D.C. police handle that <laughs> and what they actually do, if they're really going to arrest somebody, if they're really going to. Well, you know, I it, might, seen... it might be the 51st state. You never know. I don't know. Yeah, we'll I don't know. How, we'll see how that, that one goes. That down. went into effect. She released that. That document is dated. And if you want to see it, and I'll, I'll share it on our Twitter account, um, if you want to see it, she actually dated that document July 29th. So it's it's an official document that she sent to the D.C. Police Department, and basically the headline says, "Wearing of masks mandatory at all times for USCP personnel in interior spaces on Capitol grounds." I wonder. So, I wonder if she got with Harris on that and told the the, the, the people that are coming across the border the, the, that too. <laughs> they they have not been informed yet. Uh, no. Oh, okay. Well. I, I, if you haven't, if you don't have a TV or, or a stupid smartphone, I mean, how are you? 
How are you supposed to know that? Well, they wouldn't. Yeah, nobody's well, telling them. Well, let's. I, I tell you what. Why don't we put those people on a bus and just send them all right to D.C. Uh, yeah. and just see what happens? I mean, just see what happens. I'm just saying because they're dropping them off in all these other cities. Right. We don't know where they're going. We no. don't know who they're. We do not. We I, honestly, we don't know. There's what two hundred thousand. Some of them are getting tagged. I don't some even. Some are not. I know. Some are getting some of, court. You know, court dates. Some some are not. Yeah, we don't. We was don't. It, I think I think the numbers were close to two hundred thousand so far, maybe more. I I, I can't. I, I I'm even, not one hundred percent. I quit looking at the numbers because it was just too much for me to even pay attention to. Right. And you know, I haven't listened to Plosey since Trump left uh, left office. To be honest with you. I mean, I am not. Uh, I have no interest in listening to anything. Anything, with with <laughs> with that whole site. I just, it, it, I'm done. It's over. Well, and that's what's funny. You say that because you know you know how I am about my news cycles and the things I watch and the things I don't. And I have even gotten to the point now where I just can't even watch anymore because it's just such freaking chaos and mm-hmm. it just it, it it almost sickens me. And I have a better day if I just don't pay attention to it. I'm I'm starting to. I, I really am because I, I don't. I can't. I I mean, I used to honestly. I I tell you, folks, man, I used to love kind of getting home and and doing doing my day job and then being able to watch Hannity or Tucker or you know Laura Ingram or you know whoever you know Shannon Bream Bream or whoever you know yep. and, and you know I'd stay up for that and then you know after 12 o'clock or whatever if you didn't catch it or whatever they play whoever was next in line you get to hear it again so if you yep. missed it you could you could watch it again so even if it did it doesn't matter either way it uh used to be interesting and stuff like that and now it just I just you know I'm going Man, it's the same kind of stuff again. What you know? What I mean, and, and I get it, and I, I understand their point of view. I I know what their it is, but it's just like I said. You can't what you what what they've done to this country. You can't do this to a country in six months unless it's on purpose. No, it's got to be on purpose. Something uh-huh. you know? What I mean. You just re undone everything that was. I keep good waiting for, for the, the shoot to drop. Yeah, I keep waiting for the shoot to drop. I cannot believe today, man. I was driving around and we were. I was at the light of Griswold and uh, Lapeer, and I still. I the, the this guy in his big white pickup in the back of his truck had a huge Trump Pence flag still in the back of his truck. Now, mind you, it was a little dirty and a little muddy from whatever he was doing. Sure. But he's still flying that Trump yeah. Pence thing. Yeah. And I tell you what, you get out to some of these jobs that I've been out to and you get out into the you know, the country part of, of different things and you get out there and see those folks, you do not see one Biden sign. They're all Trump. And the, all those signs are still sitting out there. Which it's you know, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if that's if that's a good thing or it's a sad thing or or anywhere in between. It, it's 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 just to me, it it speaks out to the fact that this is a very divided country, and um, and and you're right. I've seen that too. And as many places I've traveled, you know, we went all yeah. the way to uh, the Upper Peninsula talk, of Michigan. You told, yeah, and you Talked know, just this. to see the amount of of support for a former president. For a former president that is not elected, is not getting elected, and 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 going, okay, it's, where are these people at that that this is still going on? Because they took down the signs. You have to support your current president. I, I would think sure, but at the same time, we're, I don't know I because don't know. because I think we're. It's not, I don't think it's denial. I think it's that it's it's disbelief that this happened. 
you know, and it's and people for what Trump actually did for this country. I think people are, are, are hold holding and hoping that it, it's going to get better somehow. And Trump is going to do like whatever Trump is got up his sleeve, which I know he's I know he's doing something. I know he's starting to, like his own platform type thing or doing something. I mean, he's not out of the picture and he's not. No, out of the books. not at all. Not not by by a long shot. Well, they just had a huge win in uh, Ohio today. I don't know if you saw that, but they had a huge win in Ohio today. I did not. And they and they stood behind, and and the winner of the primary actually stood behind, and he said, "Thank you, thank you, President Trump. You are still our our leader of the Republican Party, and we're going to stand behind you." So, I mean, that movement, whatever that movement entails of, or where it goes where from it goes, here, right? Um, who knows? But uh, there is still a lot of people standing behind the former president and looking at what's going on in the current climate and, and being, you know, sitting there in disarray and going, we don't know where it goes next. Here, but, here's my whole philosophy. Instead of this whole charade and this whole big thing that what that happened and everybody knows what happened. You know what? If I was if I was just the Democrats and just said, you know what? Look. Let's give the guy, let's just give the guy another four years. And then he, he can't run for president again. He's over. It's done. The whole right. thing. Just give him the just give him these four years and then we'll fight like hell. And we wouldn't have this freaking idiot that's in there right now. It just, you know, I mean, give him the four years, get your shit together, plan it all. You should have planned it a little bit better than what you what you got now, <laughs> because I'm telling you, you guys really you you effed up. I, I mean, I want to say the F bomb so bad, but you guys really you dropped the ball on this, man, because it's just it's it's pathetic. It really is, and I'm not the only one saying it because I mean, there's a, there's a lot of pissed off people out there. It, it just is. Sure, there is. It just is, man, and and you can't deny it. It's that you know, it's no. undeniable. No, you can't. What, what's happening, and I think even some of the, the some of the that Democrat Party, I think that they're still they got to be shaken. They got to know, you know, they're just you know, they just they're. they're they're losing, and I just don't. I wow! If they had, if they spent that much energy into what? <laughs> uh, let me try to rephrase this. If they took all the energy would and actually, bar? I would, I'd, I'd punch, I'd punch Biden in the face. I would say, I, I'd do it. I'd walk right up there. I'd do it. I punch him. I don't care. I don't care how old he is. I just want to help him. I, I really do. He I does. Help he needs him. some help. He needs some help. He and some help. Yeah, thank God for Don Lemon last, uh, you know, last week for <laughs> helping him through his town hall because I don't know if you could have done that without him. I, I, I went, oh my God, he's doing a town hall, and then all of a sudden I saw Don Lemon. I'm like, oh, that's perfect. You know, it's a, he'll help him through it, and he you know, did. I, you know, I had a visual, and I, I, I want to share this with everybody. Is like, uh, I could just see like. Uh, you know, Max Headroom, like Biden turned into like Max, like you know, start like start glitching, and then and then uh, do like a do a do like an Art Carney impression, you know, and just you know Harry Carey, like hey, boy, the girl, wow, you know, and just lose it and just come on, just right, just right, head spinning off his shoulders and just totally lose it and figure out that this guy's like an alien or a robot or something, you know, just oh, batteries are running low and just totally just self-destructs you know I, I don't know i just hard to say dude hard my humor it's my in. humum okay i'm just sure. sharing, i'm just sharing it with you guys you know because yeah i don't know but yeah uh, hopefully nobody if, cancels you but if they if they had that much, i'm just saying if they had that much energy uh for for what they're what they're doing and not and not doing put it that way uh to put something good going back in here i i just it like would, to see something great. get done i it, really would something i, I would done. love to see right. something get done and you just and, can't give people free money no 
You just you know? can't keep giving them free well, money. Well, at least that's coming to an end. You know, it's, and that's it's, and that's the good part. That is coming to an end. But so many um, help wanted signs. So many people out of business. You know, like this is like, wow. What did you do? Did you not know this was? This had to be intentional. I don't know. I don't know. I still okay. see the. I still see the. I still see the socialism. I really do. I see the socialism climbing and creeping and crawling and and all of it. And we didn't even get to the. The Capitol Police, and, and maybe we should talk about that in episode 99 because okay. uh, there's a new thing that you don't even know about. I don't I don't think. Maybe you do. But um, the Capitol Police are expanding across the country, which is way out of their jurisdiction. But, um, yeah, that, that's something deep that's that we probably should dive into that uh, we haven't talked about. But uh, in but the everybody, main... know, everybody knows socialism doesn't work. It just it's, it's been proven over and over. Well, it apparently, just doesn't... everybody doesn't know that. So well, it just doesn't work. You know, communism. <laughs> we can we can cover those stories. But, I'm just saying, communism but, uh... really doesn't work. Anarchy really doesn't work, and socialism doesn't really work. I mean, this is one of the best systems, and that's Somebody why we think it is, does. But this is why we've had it in place for 200 and some odd years. It, it it's the best, the best of the best. That's why we're supposed to be the greatest country in the world. But when you this starts happening. I'm telling you, people are the, the fed up. Something's going to happen. I'm just saying. I've been saying this for a long time. You know, you know, a, a revolution of something. So if it comes to fruition, that uh, you know, whatever happens, it, it it's coming because everybody's starting to see it. All well, the, and I hope all, it doesn't because nobody the, needs war. But, the, no, you know, right. but. But yes, I, I I think there's I, something. You're right. I I wouldn't. I can't say with revolution with guns and muskets. You know, back. Well, in, you never you know, know because you know, I don't know that but, we you know know how to do it any other way. I mean, that's a revolution's a revolution, and, and who knows what that looks like. And and I don't what, know. I don't know what the twenty twenty the two thousand revolution of, sure. of, of you know America is going. to I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't know you know words or technology or or some i don't know how it's all going to go down you know the protests or however i I just don't know how it's going to happen i don't want to see it come to a civil war but you know i mean it's it's happened before so it wasn't that long ago so you're talking you know what 150 years ago yeah not that far back not that not that that far back what history you're going to repeat itself we didn't learn anything no we never do we here we go okay well before we get out of here, I just wanted to share a little bit of this with you. And actually, I retweet anybody that wants to hear this whole story. And we're going get to get out of here shortly. But uh, if anybody wants to stick around, I'm going to read a little bit of this. This is a fellow podcaster um, that made multiple posts. So this is called a, a mega thread. He went on Twitter and he made uh, multiple, multiple posts. And there's some things in here to think about. What I like about the way, this is uh, Constantine Kishin. And what I like about what Constantine did is he didn't he didn't get wrapped up in the politics of it. He stated the facts. And, um, you know, I shared some of this earlier with, uh, you know, some of my friends in the studio when we were talking. And it, it kind of, with our conversations tonight, it kind of stood out to me and it brings me back around and, you know, the preacher man is not even familiar with what I'm talking about. But um, uh, I'm just going to read some of this to you. And I encourage you to go to our Twitter page if you want to see the whole, because I will not read this whole thing to you. It's, it's very long and it's very detailed, but there's some good information in there. And the way it ends is amazing. But um, can, can, I, I, can I say one thing? Sure, go and ahead. That, and and, and that's, I think that's, uh, that, that is what's going to happen um, because I, I did hear something and they said that uh, um, information information is is the new currency the new power the new you know what i mean 
That's the one thing that we have today. Information. That's the one thing that we have today is um, we have the freedom of speech that is alive and well. We have this freedom of speech, and that's what I like about what Constantine did in his in his posts. And he seems to be I'm not I'm not familiar with him completely. I kind of stumbled across him, um, but he seems to be he has a lot of followers. He has a lot of people that, that like him, and we're going to start following him too. Um, and who knows? Maybe we even get him on the show. I don't I don't know if we can do that. But what I liked was, and this and this starts out from the the conversation about the vaccine and where we're at with the vaccine. And here's what I like about it is, again, like I say, he doesn't get political with it. He just kind of states the facts. So as we close the show out. Well, tonight, that might that might be the, like I said, that might be the new thing is information. Stating the facts. You know what? Stating the facts. Okay, forget Republican, whatever party affiliation or whatever. Information, facts are facts. Facts and, are facts. And there it is. No punches, no nothing. You can't dispute nope. If it's the truth, you can't, it, you know, it's undeniable. You can't dispute this. So, you know, but yeah, there we go. So yep. if, it, if that's where, that's his stance. And how many, he's got a lot of followers. Uh, uh, like, I mean, is he, looks like, he like he's getting has... pretty, pretty big or is he just, he's just a good guy. He's just uh so just this tweet, just this tweet. I, just and I'm not going to go back to his page, but just this uh, tweet alone. He has uh 5,000 better, almost 6,000 retweets. And, um, um, fourteen thousand tweets from just 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 this that single just, just that, this. Just well, it's not thread. a single one; it's multiple. Right. And if you want to commit yourself, if you want to read it, like I say, go to our Twitter page, and I'll try to figure out a way to share it in our show notes. But bottom line, go to our Twitter page, and I and I did already repost this because All right, well, there's enough I liked people it so inter- much. There's enough people interested in this. That, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. So, but sorry. um, Constantine Kissin, and he wrote this. He said, and this is basically based around the vaccine, but it's not. You know, it's based around our whole environment right now. But it says, you are struggling to understand why some people are vaccine hesitant. The quote-unquote, let me help you, mega threat is, is below. Imagine you're a normal person. The year is 2016. Rightly or wrongly, you believe most of what you see in the media. You believe polls are broadly reflective of public opinion. You believe doctors and scientists are trustworthy and independent. You're a decent, reasonable person who follows rules and trusts authority. Imagine your shock when Brexit, which you assumed wouldn't happen because it's a fringe movement by racist for racist, happens. The polls, which widely predicted it wouldn't happen, were completely wrong. The experts and the media pundits who told you it wouldn't happen day after day are also wrong. Oh, well, you say. These things happen. Imagine that soon after Donald Trump is running for president. You are told by your favorite media publications that he's going to lose. Some experts say his opponent has a 99% chance of winning. And now... The racist monster they told you would never get a white house into the White House as a leader of the free world. How'd this happen, you ask yourself? How could all the people in charge of informing me be so wrong? <laughs> Quote, unquote, it was the Russians, they tell you. The Russians did Brexit, and they got Trump elected, too. Imagine for the next three and a half years you watch as the media and the political class run with the Russia collusion narrative. 
they tell you how, when, and where. The dossiers, the whistleblowers, the peeing prostitutes. Imagine your desperation for things that make sense again. The Mueller report is coming, and it will set your world straight. Evidence of foreign meddling in 2006 election and the Brexit is coming to save your unsettled mind? Imagine you're shocked then when you discover Brexit and Trump had little to do with foreign meddling. The screaming about Russians and Brexit dies as well. Imagine that bit by bit you discover that the events which the media political class told you would not, could not happen, not only happened, but happened with some sort of evil interference. Instead, millions of your fellow citizens voted for them. Again, you ask, how could this happen? And again, media has the answer. Racism. Mm. Your country is racist, mm. quote unquote. They tell you. And if you're white, this seems strange to you. Other than a handful of idiots, you never met a racist. If you're an ethnic minority immigrant like me, this seems even stranger. Why would people of one of the most welcoming, tolerant countries in the world want to convince themselves their country is racist where it is obviously not? But the evidence is right there on your TV screen. Imagine your horror as a gay black actor is assaulted by mega hat-wearing thugs who racially abused him, put a noose around his neck, and he cries by talking about it. Imagine that for days you watch coverage of these events with expert after expert, pundit after pundit, sharing and feeling your outrage about them. With every word, you, your belief that you are a good person and that your country is a good country wavers. Imagine that soon after, however, the Jesse Smollett story turns out to be an attention-seeking hoax. Imagine that you quickly discover the narrative. That I'm sorry, imagine that you quickly discover that the Native American elder was the one who confronted the kids and not the other way around. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, don't we all? Mm-hmm. If this is such a racist country, you ask yourself, why would they need to make up stories of racism? As you ponder this, you remember that for years you've been expected to go along with other make-believes. You're expected to believe whether you're male or female is not as simple as you once thought. Whatever you learned about biology at school is wrong. You no longer know how many genders are there, and it seems dangerous to even try to find out. Imagine the experts at the American Psychological Association, quote unquote, say that traditional masculinity is pathetical and harmful. Imagine you still want to believe the media and their experts, but now that requires you to think your country is racist. Men are bad, and gender is a social construct, whatever that means. It is at this point that the pandemic emerges on the other side of the world. You are initially unconcerned, but the scenes emerge from Italy and other countries, and it is clear that something is happening. You watch nervously as politicians give press conferences about after press conference, flanked by experts to explain the situation. The racist Donald Trump shuts down travel from China in response 
to the mayor of Florence advising citizens to fight racism by hugging a Chinese person. Shortly after that, Nancy Pelosi, a respected Democrat, visits Chinatown in San Francisco to explain there's no reason tourists or locals should be staying away from the area because of co co coronavirus concerns. Thank God there are some sensible, non-racist people who aren't overreacting, you say to yourself. Right? Nonsense, you think to yourself, as you wonder how to best protect yourself and your family from this deadly disease. You consider getting masks. You've seen visitors from Asian countries wearing them. But the UK's chief medical officer tells you not to wear a mask and wash your hands instead. As lockdowns are introduced around the world, you diligently follow the rules, you stay at home, you only go out once and live off of savings or government grants. Huh. You are proud to be doing your part. Thanks to you and millions of your fellow citizens, the first wave of the pandemic does not overwhelm the healthcare system. While thousands sadly die, you've helped protect the NIS. Imagine your confusion as the same people who have spent three months telling you masks don't work. You shouldn't wear them. Introduce mask mandates. We're following the science, they tell you. The masks make little sense, but the pandemic is no time for questions. And on and on and on. It's very Sounds pretty good. It's very well written. It's um it's the facts that we've lived through the last Five years, six years. Well, the facts, and the facts with us, with a hint of sarcasm in there. There is sarcasm. Yeah, now, and I might have and added some it. sarcasm. No, I've but um, I see what he's trying to write, mm -hmm. and he's spot on because all he's doing is laying out. In case we've forgotten, he's laying out the facts that we've lived through for the last four years, and five years, and reminding everybody, and reminding everybody that again. No, because they people... want to know why people won't get vaccines. Right. That's a that's a great story because why do you believe them? Why do you not believe them? Well, some people forget and need to be reminded. Absolutely. So, Again. I encourage you to go uh, look at uh, Kishan Constantine's uh, podcast and his Twitter. Um, great story. Great article. It goes on from there. He covers everything from um, you know from obviously 2016 right up till. Uh, last month and uh yeah very very good article so yeah i didn't know i never heard about this guy until just now but yeah, i haven't either seen, i seems, stumbled across it seems pretty good he does yeah he does and i'd be interested in talking to him and especially as a uh as an immigrant right sure as an immigrant that is doing a podcast he's right here look <laughs> i'm sorry talking about what he sees going I almost want to, it's not in there, but I almost want to think he wants to say WTF. Yeah. I mean, really? How well, stupid are you people? Well, it's definitely uh, definitely interesting to get a different uh, point of view on different things. And, you know, but I mean, you know, you know, the whole world is, is watching everybody, you know, everything. It's all right there. And, you know, but it's, it's uh, you know, these people, that's right, people... Uh, you know, we forget easy, I guess you could say. We do. And, you know, we forget we very easy. You know, New cycle like, changes, yeah, and like, all of a sudden, oh, oh, bye-bye. Next thing on the idiot box, you know, it's like, oh, we forgot about, you know, so many different things that have happened, you know, because everything's breaking news at the moment, and then it's like, it's just, 
it's just so much, you know. 24-hour news cycle. It's like, wow, you know, your just brain just wants to explode. I mean, I, that, I was there for a little while. You know, you just can't, uh, you know, yeah. you can't take everything for its you worth. You can't. You, know. you can't. Please be opinionated. Please keep doing the thing. Free speech. Keep fighting for our rights. You know, it's all good. Yes. The truth is out there. We'll we'll find it. Yeah. We'll dig so, deeper. Something's going to happen. But in the meantime, but in the meantime, we'll talk to you next week for episode 99. 99 bananas. And we, we are, are out. out. See you, folks.